This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Bucknutters. It is Tuesday, May 24th, 2022. I am Dan Rubin. This is the Bucknuts Morning 5 and Change. You see the avatar of Orlando Pace, and that means you know Dwayne Long is back, and we're going to hit it all today. If you are watching us on YouTube, Facebook, or Twitter, please like, please subscribe, please do what you can. If you are listening to the podcast on one of the many platforms, for example, if you're on Apple, please give us a five-star review, leave a comment, do what you must. Today, Dwayne and I are going to tackle a litany of recruiting information. There's been some much, there's been much movement. Let's just say that heading into a huge recruiting weekend at some point in time, but we'll also talk about some minor negativity before getting into some good stuff. We'll talk NIL, and we will take your questions. Dwayne, how goes it? Oh, I'm glad to be back, and uh, you'll see me pop up on the message boards again and get back in stride. Had to be away for a while, but uh, here I am, and I'm not going away. You're not going to get rid of me that easy. Definitely good news. Speaking of a guy we didn't want to get rid of, news has reached us that Richard Young – Class of 2023 running back. Some think the best in the class. How are you? Many have discussed Ohio State, Alabama, and Georgia being his three top, but he will not be taking an official visit to Ohio State. Many thought we'd get the last shot. He's already visited here. He announced yesterday he will not take an official visit to Ohio State, but that Ohio State is still in the mix for his commitment. Dwayne, what do you make of Richard Young's announcement? Well, I mean, uh, I, I'm very disappointed, but at the same time, you had to think so when, you know, guys throwing up crystal balls, I, I pay attention, but unless it comes from, uh, uh, comes from the Dean or, uh, uh, Wilt Fong, I, you know, I don't put as much stock into it. Well, Wilt Fong's come in with a crystal ball to Alabama. We always knew we were going to be in a fight with Alabama about it. Now, all of a sudden, he's canceled his visit, and he says, well, Ohio State's still in the mix. Oh, please. It's over. He's going to – I bet he's uh, uh, a Crimson Tide uh, uh, before the summer, before the summer's out. So, um, you know, lots of luck to the kid. He gave us a shot. Uh, very disappointing. Now we've got to uh, uh, throw all our eggs in the uh, Justice Haynes um, – 
basket. And that is, that's a big one, Dan. Uh, we got, you know, I talk about bell cow backs. Uh, we had four of them this year and we were in on three of them. Now we're down to one. Uh, you just don't see those guys come along very long, very often. And uh, we got one up here now with Henderson and we'd like to have another guy coming in behind him. Not that uh, I'm uh, writing off uh, Pryor, who's looking very impressive, but you want to get those bell cow backs when they're out there. So uh, uh, Buckeye Nation, uh, tune in for uh, Justice Haynes. Start paying attention to that one. We've got to try to get him in here. Justice Haynes, of course, from Georgia and one of the many multiple sport athletes and NFL legacies they are recruiting. Justice Haynes is a left-handed pitcher that throws a 94-mile-per-hour fastball. He's also a tremendous outfielder, so we're not only battling Georgia, for example. You're battling the New York Mets at all. So that's going to be one to watch. We will stay on top of it. Keep in mind, they already have Mark Fletcher in the class, a big bruiser of a back from the same high school in Florida as Brandon Innes. So all is not lost, as they, as Dwayne said, they continue their quest for what you would call more of a bell cow back in the class. We had a very interesting uh, Mark Porter feature yesterday on a guy whose last name, while hard to pronounce, as you will see in a, in a second here, it's one you recognize, it's Yugalagalele maybe? And that is DJ's younger brother, Mateo. You know DJ, he's the quarterback at Clemson. Mateo is a defensive end prospect, defensive line prospect from St. John Bosco as well. Mark did a report on him and talked about all his incredible attributes. What do you think of Mateo, and where would you place him priority-wise in the class of 2023? He's, he's, he's a lot like JT. Very similar that he's a really huge kid who anybody else you would say three technique, but he's so athletic. You know, you play him out there at end and you're not going to lose a step uh, as a strong side end. So, you know, you've got to put him at the top of the want list as far as defensive linemen in a really nice defensive line class that we we've had. We had a really outstanding one last year and this one might be as good. So uh, trying to get him in here, that's, that's going to be huge. Uh, Hopefully, uh, hopefully we can drag him out of there. He doesn't seem all that excited about staying close to home. Uh, and, you know, with what we're doing with getting guys to the NFL, going in the first round, and uh, the Larry Johnson mystique, uh, I, I like our shot with him. I like our chances with him. And uh, he's definitely a naked jaunt kid. No, he's an elite athlete. He's one of those guys you know is just a pro in high school waiting his time out and would be an incredible addition. Let's hope, I hope is a bad word, but let's surmise that his brother's experience at Clemson versus a fellow Californian, CJ Stroud's experience at Ohio State will work in the Buckeyes' favor. Another guy we wanted to talk about that Mark did a report on last week, which is important because we've talked a lot about offensive linemen in this class. We haven't talked about a lot about pure tackle prospects. You know about the three guys from Ohio that are studs. But Olas Allenen, as Ohio State tries to push the borders of international recruiting, we all know about Hero Canoe in this class, Germany by way of California. Now you've got Olas Allenen, Finland by the way of the U.S. 
Loomis Chafee up in New England prep school. He is a big, long, strong prospect. You love to recruit the offensive linemen and break them down. Do you see Allen as a legitimate left tackle prospect for your Buckeyes? Absolutely, I do. I love this kid. The first time I saw his film, the one thing that jumped out at me, other than the fact that he moves so well, is that this guy's a minister of death praying for war. He's going to get after you. And I love that attitude. The best offensive lineman I've ever seen, uh, with the exception of Lando Pace, were just big, nasty suckers. They love to play football. They, it was, they got to beat up on people, and they loved every minute of it. And that's the way this kid plays the game. Very enthusiastic, plays to the whistle. And, uh, yeah, he's got all the tools uh, to be a left tackle for us, no question about it. Top of your priority list, Buckeye Nation, for offensive linemen in this class now. And if there's a theme going in here, uh, he's also looking very hard at Alabama. So I have a very strong vibe that it's going to come down to those two schools, and can you blame them? Another guy that Alabama's after, another Georgia native that Mark did a thing on last week that we want to just cover is Dwayne Returns. About as good a safety prospect as we've seen in a while, and that is Caleb Downs, another legacy uh, NFL player. His father, Gary Downs, played in the NFL for some time. I guess every former NFL player lives in Atlanta. Your thoughts on Caleb Downs? He is really, I'm not going to say he's a perfect prospect, but if he has a weakness, I don't know where it is. Yeah, I can't see it either, Dan. Uh, and Mark's profile, something he said uh, quickly was, you can see he's the best football player on the field as soon as you start watching it, and you do. He's special. You know, we saw the kid from Iowa last year whose name escapes me at the moment. Uh, but those are the best. He's right there. Those are the two best safety prospects that I've seen in a few years. And it's something that's a priority with Noel's defense is to have – Elite safeties, we need this kid. We're off to a good start with safety recruiting. Uh, but this is a kid. Uh, really, if I'm ranking um, players we want for this this class, this uh, 2023 class, he would be number one. We, we want to get that kid in here. And uh, it looks like we've got a real shot at it. He does everything well his ball skills, his reading of the game, and he's a hitter. He's, he's six foot 185, I think it is. He's, he's a young kid. He'll get bigger than that. Uh, but it's just all the other tools are there. If you wanted to throw uh, – if you wanted to ding him on anything, it's a size. It's not really like he's small. He's just not as big as you, you want in, an, in a safety ideally. But he'll get bigger. He's fine. Uh, this is a prospect a bit get very excited about not only naked jaunt, but uh, fireworks and everything. If we can get this kid. Yeah, he's fantastic. He's talented enough that you could probably play him in the slot or even line him up at corner. If you had to, he's that good. He's that talented. The name we were trying to come up with was Xavier Nwankpa. From last year. Sue took a shot at it and she put the spelling thing in there too. That was one of those names. By the way, you don't pronounce the N. I learned how to pronounce that because I actually thought we were going to get him, and we didn't. It's Xavier Wangpa. You'll see plenty of them for Iowa, believe me. All right, we are going to take a quick break for those listening to the podcast, and we're going to come back and talk a little bit about NIL because every sports podcast in the United States is legally mandated to do so. 
Introducing the two-way V4, where groundbreaking fuel cell technology meets fresh foam cushioning for the ultimate performance. With fuel cell, each step feels explosive, delivering unparalleled energy return. Paired with fresh foam, experience maximum comfort throughout the game. Its lightweight textile upper offers support and breathability without sacrificing agility. Whether you're hitting the clutch shot or locking down the opposition, the two-way V4 gives you the tools to play at a high level. Learn more and purchase the two-way for yourself at newbalance.com. And we are back. Okay. Jimbo and Tricky Nick got after it. They talked a lot about each other and their personal lives, and they go way back. Believe me, behind closed doors, the discussions about people who really knew what was going on was probably really juicy and interesting. However, Dwayne, what do you make of what they said? Here's basically where the way I see it. Um, Nick Saban is accusing many of straight payments. So basically name, image, and likeness. You're supposed to exchange your name, image, or likeness in returns for, uh, you know, marketing services. For example, when one of the UFC, there's Ohio state Buckeyes doing an ad for one of those local uh, car dealerships and they're driving a pickup truck. That is an exchange of services. What Saban is saying is there's no exchange of services at Texas A&M. They're simply writing checks to these guys. And they're coming into play. So what do you make of it? Do you care? Is it much ado about nothing? Do you think one of them was more right than the other? Dwayne, the floor is yours. The, the, let's start with it's, it's, this is so wrong. There are so few rules. What we've done is reversed back to the old days when uh, players are just paid outright for jobs they didn't do. This is ridiculous. The NCA rolled this out. It's terrible. This there's got to be something done. These guys are you're allowing the alumni, these money guys, to just straight out. Well, you can't even call it cheating, Dan. They're, it's legal what they're doing. They've got to do something about this. This is crazy. I think that uh, that we lost a guy that was going to help us in turn time, Andre Turn time, to uh, uh, just being offered money straight up. And uh, we're in a fight for Carnell Tate now that we weren't in. Once he went to Tennessee, who's doing the same damn thing. They're just not as high profile as Texas A&M uh, and Jimbo Fisher and Alabama and Saban. Saban did everybody a favor. Yeah, he's taking the heat, uh, but he this needed to be done. Let's pull this out out and, and shine a light on it. This is This part of it has got to end. You can't allow them to just go in and pretty much set up contracts with, with these guys like the NFL. You can't, you know, it's, it's going as far as it can go. Let's get in there and get some rules in there. And, and as far as the, the Jimbo Fisher, you know, he's talking about how, how uh, Saban discussed him. He's the one that discussed me. He knows what he did. He, or he, maybe he wasn't in the room, but he knows what was done. And he's acting like all these poor families. These poor families know exactly what they were doing. They took the money and ran. Okay, uh, they didn't. He didn't even need to bring that into it. It's just a fact. This needs to be fixed. And and Saban calling him out on it. I love that he did it. He did it. It was uh, something that's in the best interest of college football and every other uh, every other uh, school in the country. Uh, I'm, I'm very happy this is happening. Let's get this figured out before the season starts, before it has any more impact. They should 
make this priority number one to get this straightened around to where you can't just walk in and say, that bag of cash over there, uh, take it with you. No, no, this has got to stop. This is ridiculous. And we've had uh, Dabo Sweeney talk about it some too. And we're talking about coaches that are going to benefit from it. You're telling me that Alabama doesn't have alums that will come in and throw millions of dollars at these kids? Or that Clemson, these high-profile programs, they're not, they can't do the same thing? No, it changes the landscape of, of, of college football. Yep. If yep. you... Go ahead. If you if you this if you don't put about this. So here's how I see it, it happening here. Yeah. What they're just gonna do is build up these fake like uh, marketing campaigns. I can't. Put you okay. into a little okay. turnstile to drop you in there, and they've got a whole marketing campaign worked out, and they got a number attached to it. At some point in time. Um, having been involved in businesses before, at least a little bit, these donors are going to find out that recruiting is not 100%, and they're going to pay for some busts. They're not going to like that. That's what's going to really pattern it out, in my opinion. But it will flatten out eventually. To this point, like I've said before, my only concern really is with Ohio State and how it will positively or negatively affect them. Right now, I don't see it having a huge impact on Ohio State. You can talk about certain recruits they didn't get, but Ohio State is recruiting at such a level that I can't make any real complaints about that. If they were to lose one receiver, i.e. Carnell Tate, to this, I I mean, it would be disappointing, but kind of the nature of the beast. And the question is, how does it really hurt Ohio State in the grand scheme? And at this point, it does not, in my opinion. So, good morning from San Diego. Will, I am jealous. San Diego is my... One of my favorite cities in the world, I actually believe Coronado may be the most beautiful place in the United States proper, right near Mexico, but I digress. All right, Dwayne, Neil Harris, how many running backs that didn't choose the Buckeyes had a great college career? I will take this. I understand the point. Um, Plenty of them have. Keep in mind, running back, every town has a kid or usually on Friday nights, the star running back. The guys that get recruited to go to Ohio State and Alabama, et cetera, those guys are going to thrive almost anywhere. I mean, as much as Trayvon Henderson has done well for us, the idea he could have gone to Clemson or any other school, he would have been just fine. So when you're at this elite level of guys, you know, we should be happy we're in the mix consistently for so many good dudes. You're talking about already having Mark Fletcher in the fold, being in the mix for Richard Young at one point, and now still for Justice Haynes. Very few teams are recruiting like that. All right, let's see here. Oh, I can't say that, Gary Kay. You know that. Dan, while you're looking at the next question, I want to say the Fletcher. Fletcher, he's almost a, a bell cow himself. So didn't like we're getting shut out here that we're going to be. Oh, who's going to who's going to step in for Henderson? This kid's a big time back. Let me tell you something. In a in a class with a number of bell cow bell cows. Uh, he's he's close in any other class. He could be number one. And don't forget, he's not joining a backfield without any other running backs or untalented dudes. He's going to bring a unique skill set to the group, and he's going to be the biggest guy. He's got great hands. 
He can start out as your third down back and help protect the quarterback. So shed no tears for Ohio State running back recruiting. Okay, let's just take one last question here because everyone is upset about the NIL, and I get it, but I'm not sure. Good morning, Buckeye Nation from Gary K. Any news on offensive line recruiting? I saw that we just lost out on Chase Bissonitis. He left OSU out of his top five. Now, Chase Bissonitis is from North Jersey. Most North Jersey guys are Penn State big timers. Trust me. I actually played high school football with a guy who played offensive line at Bergen Catholic before he came to our prep school right on to Penn State. So that would be my guess for him. You can't get them all. And Ohio State, I think, is a little bit more interested in Olas Allen, which we're not hurting on at all. Let's see. I guess we can take one more. All right, Bain. All right, Dwayne. Sorry. Dwayne, from Michael Helderman, our last question is, do you believe the Big Ten going away from divisions will negatively impact the Buckeyes? No, I, I just don't see where it's – I don't understand the fuss about it. Uh, so what? It, I don't know why. Uh, I, I doubt there's any recruit out there looking at uh, any school in the Big Ten and saying, oh, now that they're going, they're going away from divisions. I'm not, I'm not interested in it any longer. No, I don't think it's going to have any impact whatsoever. Yeah, Ohio State is the clear top dog in the conference. I get that Michigan, you know, got the W last year. If you think that's going to happen again, I believe you're in the minority of those who are educated on the sport. But I may be tad biased there. Like I said, Ohio State is the bell cow, and they're all chasing us if we want to get the bell cow going again. All right, I won't answer this last question. We'll get off. I've said last question four or five times here, but you guys keep putting them in here, and they're good. Tom Pauly asks, who would you all predict being the next commit for Ohio State and when? I don't know when it will be, but if I had to guess, I would say Noah Rogers, the wide receiver out of North Carolina, who, as Bill said, some in the recruiting game down there say is as good a prospect to come out of North Carolina in a long time. We appreciate Dwayne stopping by and getting back in the mix. We apologize for some technical interference there. It does tend to happen here on the BM five at times we battled through it. We're going to battle through today. Keep it locked in here. Bucknutters have a good one. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. 
Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.